0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne uh, out and about this week uh, doing, I'm going to say God knows what. Uh, I don't know <laughs> specifically what he's doing, but uh, if I know him, and I do, it's God knows what. Uh, but luckily, I have to uh, very... Very exciting guests. Uh, I think if you looked at the podcast description, you would probably know who they are. But if for some reason you just blindly hit play without looking, this is a huge reveal. Uh, A beloved returning guest and a first-timer, soon to become beloved returning guests. I'm sure, unless she totally fucks it up. (laughs) uh, Two beloved podcasters. Uh, Alison Rosen and Jenna Kim Jones. Hey guys, hello. Hello.
2: I feel so beloved. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm. I feel like I'm on the cusp of being beloved. Oops. So I'm a little nervous. Now. What are you yeah. in between, like beloved and what? Despised. If there's no, there's right. no middle ground. Yeah. No one's neutral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, one or the
3: other. By the end, people will decide whether they beloved
1: her or despise her. Well, I am I'm not excited. I'm not <laughs> the competitive type, and I want this to go well for you. So I am going to do everything I can to to shove, like gently fr- and in a friendly way, shove you over into beloved. Okay, good. So you don't tip over into despised. You never know. Uh, but yeah, hard to say. <laughs> a, a lot can happen in these ninety podcast minutes.
3: You know, it's interesting because I think there are a fair amount of people out there who are like, if you don't love me, I hope you hate me. Sure. Whereas I'm like, if you don't love me, I'm okay if you just forget that you ever met me. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. okay with
1: that
2: too. Yeah. I'm- that's like, oh, sorry, go Oh, ahead. please, no, no. That's like every reality show slogan. It's <laughs> right. like, you either love me or hate me. There's no in between, so get out of here. You know, right. it's all it's all, every housewife is that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I would love to see a reality contestant who does that aside, you know, they're in their ball gown or their bikini or whatever and just is like, if you don't love me, I'm fine with you talking to me at a party for 10 right. minutes <laughs> and thinking I was nice, but maybe forgetting what my last name was. The most important
3: thing isn't, Strong opinions. It's being plight. Yeah. I never say
1: that. <laughs> I'm okay if we, s- s- we go to a movie together in a group situation. <laughs> I, I'm fine being that to you. I
3: say what I mean unless what I mean is going to bother you, in which case I backpedal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, are you guys fans of this sort of reality show where you do the two-camera... Uh, I'm a I'm a bad bitch and I don't take no shit type of monologue. When they monologue? made me,
3: they broke the mold. Sure. Um, well, it's funny you say that because up until, I don't know how many months ago, but I would say less than six months ago, mm-hmm. I would have said no. Um, I had been a fan a long time ago, mm-hmm. but then I stopped. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what happened, but somehow I got mesmerized by Vanderpump Rules. Oh. I, like, I have likened it to... It's like watching a screensaver, like that fractal screensaver. Because <laughs> my husband would ask me what's going on. Because he also got into it, sure. but he wanted to like have a sort of intellectual, analytical discussion about their personality right. disorders, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, they're just tan people arguing, and I find it very hypnotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, so that's a spinoff from Real Housewives. Of orange Hills. yelling,
1: I think, is the genre <laughs> of TV. <laughs> yes. Orange mm. people yelling.
2: Oh, that's very Trumpian. Very sure. different than the Boehner orange crying. It's very different yeah. genre. <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, they're the comedy
1: and tragedy match.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's good of, of yin, orange.
1: The, yeah, the orange yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, right. well, so, wait, so, so I don't know. Okay. OK, so here's what I know about Vanderpump Rules. I know that it is the setting or at least one of the settings for the hilariously named uh, restaurant in West Hollywood in the gay district called Pump. Yes. Which uh, when I first drove by made me. Uh, uh, laugh out loud because like (laughs) oh my god that is so on the nose right it really is but
3: it's also her last name
1: right so she's um cheeky
3: that Mm -hmm. would be her own british (laughs) discussion yes (laughs) british description of
1: herself so i'm sure she knew that there was a double entendre so so another uh, apart from and then would you call pump a gay bar yes okay okay
3: look the way lisa vanderpump describes it sir no Villa, she has three restaurants. Mm-hmm. Villa Blanca is where you take your spouse. Mm. Sir is where you take your mistress. And <laughs> Pomp is where you take your boyfriend. Ah. So, yes, it is, I believe it is a gay
1: bar. Who is mm-hmm. this man that's going to all three of these things? <laughs> <Right>. what? <laughs> What's his secret? It's very complicated. Yeah. This sounds like it's just for the dear departed prince and David Bowie.
3: <laughs> right. <The> men <laughs> right. have
1: omnisexual men who yeah. can have anyone.
3: Pan-sec- where? Where are today's pansexual men?
1: Yeah. Who is the... Right, who is the I've transcended gender and sexuality figure of our day?
3: I mean, I feel like the figure of 10 years ago could have been Marilyn Manson.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're kind of in a different cultural period now, right. I think. We're post-MM. Right, post MM. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a less spooky culture. Lady though. Gaga. Yeah, is it that might man? Be, it might be Lady Gaga.
2: Yeah, Lady Gaga. There's that other singer, he's really tiny. He performed at the Super Bowl a while ago. He Bruno wears foot doors. Yeah, he's kind of. I feel like he's kind of. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I, I consider Bruno Mars too like too tiny. I, I was gonna yes too <laughs> short. Uh, yeah, the Prince is okay. <laughs> Four foot nine Prince is fine with me. Uh, I guess I consider him a little too, and I don't mean this as a as a total slam, but a little too <laughs> middle of the road.
3: Yeah, I mm. feel like he's mm-hmm. he. There's no challenging or threatening sexuality about him. No. He's like a a masketeer. He's
1: a nice man who you would like to go to a movie with in a group situation.
3: (laughs) Right. Uh, Ooh, that should be your Real Housewives thing at the beginning. I'm a nice man who you'd like to go to a movie with in a group situation.
1: Yeah, I'm pleasant to talk to for about 20 minutes. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'll um,
3: remember things you told me the last time we had a conversation about not very much.
1: (laughs) I'll say your first name when we shake
3: hands. (laughs) I make eye contact.
1: Um, Yeah, so I, I I I think it's close but I do think uh, uh uh I do think Bruno Mars is a little too uh, here, here's 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 my thought he was playing a lot in Vegas when I was there last weekend we'll get to it I know why were we there <laughs> spoiler alert I'm a changed man uh, but I do want to talk about pump for for a hot second more okay. so so okay so th- there's a British woman yes she's cheeky
3: Yes, she is. And she
1: owns a place where you can take everyone who you are fucking.
3: She owns, <laughs> yeah, one place per person you're fucking. Sure.
1: Per type of person in right.
3: your life. Sure, yeah, for sure, sure. So, okay, so I got into that. I began talking about it on the show. I don't know how many listeners I've lost. I'm I'm sure I'm hemorrhaging listeners. Um,
1: But you're gaining another sort of listener. Well,
3: I am. That's the thing is I thought I'm going to indulge this by talking Mm -hmm. about it on Jordan Jesse Go now, apparently. Thank you. And um, there was a great response from people who also watch. Mm -hmm. And then like just a little, a few people letting me know they didn't like it. So Mm -hmm. then I did a Twitter poll. Mm because I was like, I've got to get to the bottom of this. Um, 55% of people like it. Mm Forty five percent of people don't. We kind of had a debate on the show about whether that is a significant majority, in which case go for it or Mm -hmm. whether those numbers are close. What do you think? Uh,
1: Boy, Uh, I mean, who boy? I mean, hmm. this seems like a it, it seems like a show for a very particular kind of Person. Um, and, and I absolutely do not mean that as a slam because I know a lot of very smart TV watchers who love those types of reality shows.
3: Well, it's weird because and now Jenna got me sucked into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So mm. like the the brakes, there are no we've cut the brakes. Mm-hmm. like yeah. there's anything could happen no self respect it's not, you know i say no self respect anymore but that's just pandering the uh-huh. truth is i don't care i'm super into it i'm glad these tv shows exist yeah fuck it Okay. I'm, I'm in. So, um, But I don't think we would think of ourselves as the kind of people who would watch.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I got into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's such a tongue twister, is because you were talking about <laughs> Vanderpump rules. And I'm like, who is this Vanderpump lady? Sure. So I had to get to the bottom of that, which meant starting the entire series from the beginning. Right. And it's been a journey and that— It's like The Wire.
1: you got to watch it from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. So. And they're setting up things in season one. then They're oh, paying off in season four.
3: Tell me about it's it. It's like that, but without all the craft and artistry.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But there's a lot of seasons. And more tan yelling. Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so, so the cheeky woman owns three restaurants. Uh, this is just kind of about the day to day operations of the restaurant. She doesn't have to do challenges. She doesn't travel in an RV.
3: No. Okay. She doesn't jump from heights or eat insects okay. or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it, each, it's not like each time you tune in, there's one fewer person. Mm-hmm. It's, um, It's just, well, Vanderpump Rules is about the lives of the bartenders and servers who work at one restaurant in particular, but then also sometimes they go to the other restaurants. But it's mostly SUR, S-U-R. It stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant.
1: (laughs) True story. (laughs) Which is terrible. True story. That sounds like it has the naming (laughs) convention of a Korean boy band. Yes. I I feel like there's probably a Korean boy boy band named like... You know,
3: KBB Korean boy band. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like or
1: like uh, or, or like p- pretty young boys right. or something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Jenna grew up in Korea. Oh, yeah. I
2: didn't know that. I'm all over the the K-pop world. OK,
1: so you love a group of. Freshly shorn <laughs>
2: Korean I actually,
1: boys. Who's? Who,
2: I mean, if you there's a lot. If you want to talk, kind of pansexual people. Actually, there's Thank a you. lot of K-pop <laughs> yeah. artists that I would say fall into that category too. Maybe not their music, but their personas. They're very the women, The men there are a somewhat feminine looking. Mm-hmm. I would say. But, uh, but uh, yeah, K-pop is is uh, it's all the rage in my house. You
1: yeah. so you that's in, on your rotation. You will you will throw on.
2: It's been PYB. A while. Oh yeah, Uh, I I went through a phase where rain was like all that mattered in my life. Do you know he's a a, a he's a singer? He's a singer, and uh, the Wonder Girls were like huge for me for a while. Um, But I've kind of fizzled out. I have to say I've kind of let it go a little bit. Now I've gotten older. Just Backstreet Boys all the time. Well, that's where my (laughs) true loyalties will always lie. My twelve-year-old self (laughs) command like demands it. (laughs) Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So you love you love the pump.
3: Mm. I do, but I'm getting into real housewives at Beverly Hills too,
1: so this is something Jenna turns you on to yes, yeah, now tell me about the real housewives uh why do you prefer the Beverly Hills ones? That's or do you prefer question. the Beverly Hills one?
2: Uh, I've only seen like one season of the New York Ladies, one season of the New Jersey Ladies. And that's when I lived in New York. So I felt like I should see what's happening in my town. I mean, how, how about <laughs> You <better>? know? Yeah. <laughs> a
3: realistic yeah. view of this town if
2: I live in. If I ever make it to these social circles, I just want to be prepared. Sure.
1: I mean, you know, you could read The Village Voice. <laughs> You
2: know. No, 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 no. I need to know what the Duchess and Ramona and all these characters right. are up to. Yeah. So then I, so when we started talking about Vanderpump, I turned on Beverly Hills and I can't, I cannot look away. These women have more money and more, more anxiety than anyone I've ever known. Bigger for, lips. For people who don't do anything. Yeah. I've never met more. Like, that's kind of why I love it. Cause they're constantly like, I'm just exhausted. But they're exhausted from the party that they planned sure. like two weeks ago, but they didn't do anything for the party because all they did was say like, you're hired, you're hired, you're hired, you're hired. Mm-hmm. But but everything – it's like I really needed the spa day because – I had to go to three parties in the last sure. four days.
1: Do you think they're just cutting out scenes where they're like running triathlon, Where
2: they're like scrubbing floors? No, sure, definitely yeah, right. not. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. No. Have you noticed... Beekeeping.
1: There's all these beekeeping <laughs> scenes that they're cutting out. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> Have you noticed how many cake tastings they go to? They all... This is the thing. I feel like a sign of being an adult is... This also sounds like a GQ or Esquire article, but, like, having (laughs) your... Or,
1: I mean, it would be a BuzzFeed article if you called it adulting.
3: Yes. yes, Oh, yes. I feel like an element of adulting is, like, having your people on hand that you can go to, like your tailor or your dry cleaner or your this or that. And, by the way, I have none of these people. I don't even have... (laughs) Actually, I have... I don't even have, like, a regular person I go to to cut my hair, except yeah. I think I'm starting to. Okay. But in terms of, like— Hey,
1: I just want to give a shout-out to my regular dry cleaner. Fair dry cleaning on Fairfax. <laughs> they always do a nice job. They're always fair. And sometimes when I'm leaving, I think that the man behind the counter will very quickly and kind of softly say, I love you. <laughs> I- That's amazing. Yeah. He he talks very quickly. Uh, he's an older guy Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit mumbly and I will go into fair dry cleaning on Fairfax. They always do a nice job and drop off my thing. And There's been a couple of times where I've been on the way out and you know, we're friendly. Uh, I'm like, Oh, you know, has, you know, his wife works there. I'll ask how his wife is. Uh, uh, we'll chat a little bit and on my way out, I will sometimes catch something that sounds a little bit like, thank you. I love you. And you
3: should just say it back and see what happens. Yeah. Just
1: like, but like, But like look him in the eye, like right right Mm -hmm. down the barrel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, I love you too.
2: I want to go there now. Dry cleaning man. I I just wish I had some clothes that were dry clean only. (laughs) Because for me, that's like, oh, that's dry clean. I can't buy it. That's too much work. It's going to be a real hassle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So these housewives.
1: These these Beverly Hills housewives. These
3: adulting housewives. mm -hmm. They all... Separately, have their baker that they go to when they need a cake in the shape
1: of high heels, sure, which, mm. or chocolates in the shape it's of high very heels. Very important, it's a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: They all I have was- like their chocolatier on retainer. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolatier is like a character on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually,
2: actually yes. <laughs> Later <laughs> in one season, the chef becomes
3: a character. Oh my oh, god, boy. he has a puss on his face. Yeah, he's and every- trouble. Well, he doesn't like Lisa Vanderpump. No, oh, he's no. big trouble in name? town. Bruno? Bernie, Bernie.
2: I think it's he- Bernie.
3: Yeah. He um he's like the bitchiest of them all. Mhm. Hmm.
2: Hmm. He's the one going to all the tabloids. Chocolate- oh my Apparently. god. Is that true? Apparently. <gasps> so that's Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes.
1: No, please. Let's get into it. Some... After all, this is the Vanderpump Rules fan cast.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Here on
1: Bravo.com. We've changed you. Yeah, We've it's been... a totally new show now. We just talk about Vanderpump Rules. We've
3: been joking... Instead of
1: my penis, which is usually the topic <laughs> of the show. Probably been for the best, honestly.
3: Joking about calling it Daniel Pump Rules. Because mm-hmm. my husband, Daniel, yeah. first refused to watch and complained loudly about how I was watching. Sure. And then, like, just really got into it mm-hmm. like possibly more than i even am into yeah. it so i think he seriously would like to start a daniel pump rules podcast <laughs> but i think he would also talk about game of thrones but anyway okay so one of the plot lines I mean, there
1: it seems like i mean i don't i've never watched this program but i do watch game of thrones and from what you're saying they sound very similar i mean who there's, is- con- there's
3: conniving there's sure. power plays
1: i mean bruno the chocolatier <laughs> Sounds a lot like a real Littlefinger character. Yes, working yes. behind the scenes, creating right. alliances. This would
2: honestly turns out make Daniel so happy right now. What you're saying, yeah, right? No, the I mean, think it would
1: would like nothing more than to see himself on the Iron Throne.
3: Right. Oh, well, yes. I didn't realize, but there is someone who is pulling the strings in a Machiavellian, like Littlefinger fashion. I'm sure. So, um, some information about one of the housewives. Marriage shows up in a tabloid, mm-hmm. um, but it's like simultaneous with us, the viewers, finding out about what's going on in the marriage. Okay. on the show, she's holding up an Us Weekly article, and she thinks aforementioned Lisa Vanderpump is the one who leaked it. Yeah. and I'm watching it thinking, or couldn't it be like one of the myriad producers? But I guess, according to Jenna, it's yeah. Bruno, the sourpuss personal chef.
2: I think I think so. I mean, he comes up multiple times wow. in those first few seasons. I'm I'm well into season four already. Okay, it's I'm been, still in no. season two. I'm actually. This is the first time I've been outside for two weeks, <laughs> so it's really <laughs> exciting to be here. The air is nice. Personally,
1: I think it's Lady Tyrell. That's who I think is <laughs> leaking the information about the housewives to the press. Can I ask
3: you a Game of Thrones question? You may. I stopped watching. Yes. Did you ever watch it, Jenna? I did not. It yeah. was really good. And then it just got so violent that sure. I couldn't handle it. Even though I still want to know what's going on, I just was like, I, I can't do this. There's torture and there's it's just too much gore and it's, it's making yeah. me
1: uncomfortable. And I absolutely understand that criticism about it. Um, yeah.
3: Has that continued?
1: So here's what I think has happened this season with Game of Thrones. And this is not an original thought I'm having. I am paraphrasing uh, smarter people who have said this in that it, either as part of some sort of long game or – because they maybe saw the error of their ways it is a less brutal show particularly towards women okay uh i think that was a lot of you know a lot of stuff they got flack for was you know i mean it's a very brutal show in general but there was a lot of you know icky stuff that would happen to the female characters uh so yeah this season was a really cool big one for uh the female characters uh, murdering everyone, uh, and be, you know, in addition to like kind of getting their comeuppance, uh, their good comeuppance, uh, you know, just kind of being more fleshed out, interesting, well-rounded characters who we spent more time with, and also they uh, they spent less time being brutalized. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I don't know if that was you know part Maybe of. I the should plan. tune back in. Yeah, you know, I have I have heard a lot of people saying that um, you know because they have heard this so much, you know, the the show that kind of grossed them out and made them feel icky before seems a little more appealing. So. Uh, I will say, as someone who felt a little icky about that stuff, you know, originally, uh, this was a great season that you know I felt like I could just unapologetically love and didn't have to apologize for. Mm-hmm. So, which is what unapologetically means. I know that was very <laughs> redundant. Uh, but yeah, so I think uh, you know, if you felt icky before, maybe give it another shot. You know, but also you'll be very lost.
3: I <laughs> right yeah right I go back and forth regarding the word unapologetic. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth about whether being unabashedly unapologetic is a good thing or not. Mm-hmm. On reality shows, it definitely is. Like sure. I just say it, like right. I I just call it I like I see right. it, and you know, deal with it. If and blah, you don't blah, blah. like
1: it, then take a take yeah, a hike. you. Right.
3: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Can I take
1: that again? Yeah, it's <laughs> a bad catchphrase. Anyway,
3: and. Sometimes I think I wish I were more unapologetic, mm-hmm. but then I don't know. I, I almost feel sort of like we were saying, like how our actual beginnings to reality shows would be about being like plight and mm-hmm. I just like to get along. I think actually being an apologetic person is not the worst thing in the world.
1: What do you think? Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Right, I think right, I think we are in in, in a cultural moment where people <laughs> like uh, they like an outspoken asshole, <laughs> um, uh, and I'm of course talking about Lady Tyrell from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Which one is Lady Tyrell? Uh, she is the uh, she is Marjorie's grandmother. Oh,
0: oh,
3: uh, I do like her. Yeah, and she's
1: I just do a, like her she's sass. Just a Bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's got gumption. She has a great season. Very funny. Uh, uh I don't know the name of the actress, but i think she's giving one of the funnier performances Mm -hmm. on the show very great good one-liners um so she yeah. should be.
3: She's probably dame someone. Hmm. Doesn't yeah. she seem like a dame?
1: You know, I think she was a Bond girl. I, really, I looked at one of these. You'll never believe what Lady Tyrell looked like in the '60s. <laughs> was that
3: one of the things that was like sponsored link below? What yeah, you it was were totally that. Reading? Yeah,
1: and then it was like <laughs> number a, seventeen will blow your mind and local news nip slip. <laughs> right. It was, uh, but yeah, I think Lady uh, Tyrell was a Bond girl at some point. Okay. Uh, don't quote me on that. Don't correct me on it. Anyways, <laughs> internet, uh, I will look that up myself later. Um. Oh, yeah. So no, I I yes, sure. I think an unapologetic uh, outspoken asshole is a bad thing to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should apologize I, get wrong and listen to other people.
2: I would say that and pe- one
1: more thing. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would say that people we our culture is like, okay, with it, but only because we like to watch it and hate it. Sure. You know, I, I think in real life, if we met someone like that, we'd be like, "I don't want to be friends with you." Right. But if you're not like that on TV or on a reality show, we're like, "Why are we watching this?" Right. This is so boring and yeah. bland, right, and exactly. I don't care. I want to despise you or love you.
3: Exactly. Have you noticed in real life that no one ever storms out? But I had yeah. a friend, well, I had a coworker um, who I was friendly with, mm-hmm. who had a flair for the dramatic, and I heard a story about how she stormed out. Of lunch. There were three people at lunch. She stormed out. And then the other people just sat there and finished and she just hung out in the parking
1: lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is in real life what right. happens after you storm out. There's
1: practical considerations. <laughs> exactly. Do you drive with someone? <laughs> right? Are they blocking your car? Uh, yeah, I think I would – even if I did like let somebody have it, I don't think I could do the door slam. I pray on the way out would just be like, well – okay uh, have a good weekend uh you know text me if anything comes up right uh, psh, are we cool psh, psh, we're cool great i'll see you later <laughs> oh fuck you so, um a question about vanderpump rules okay uh it is concerning three restaurants i'm all of which i'm sure are within 20 minutes of your house not yet oh yeah
3: was that the question have i been yet yes <laughs> we talked about yes. It. yes um i oh this is embarrassing but um, I have no shame.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We've done two drive-bys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I lead, like, a fairly boring life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's fine. I enjoy it. But uh, it, for, for people who enjoy fun, it wouldn't be for them. But occasionally on a Saturday, sure. we'll be like, should we pick up food? Sure. Want Maybe we should drive by, sir. <laughs> yeah. And the first time we drove by Sir... It's either
1: Sir or Quiznos.
3: Right. Oh, actually, we drove by Sir, and then we drove by Pump. Mm -hmm. We did, like... It was almost like a tour.
1: Are they on the same, like, in the same zone? Yes. They're
3: very close to each other. So, um, we saw one... (laughs) I'm hearing how earnest I sound. um, And that's okay. I saw one of the guys from the show Mm -hmm. outside. Mm. So, that was, like, jackpot. But then this last time we drove by, we couldn't see anyone So um, I've heard, unfortunately, that the food is not good. I've heard mostly it's sort of like a real-life amusement, that you just go there to stare at the people that are on television. Right. But I've done my research, and the food looks good on Yelp.
2: It does. The pictures look great. I tried to make a reservation there for for us to go, (gasps) but I couldn't find one that was going to not – you know, be past like 11 p.m. It was like, <laughs> sure. I, I, our group, we don't go out at 11 p.m. What right. is this? I got I got sleep to get. So anyway, uh, yeah, I tried to make an appointment. a four in the morning
1: spot. A reservation right. yeah.
2: appointment, a reservation, <laughs> and it was like nearly impossible. But I won't give up, Allison. Okay. We're going Good. one of these days. I didn't realize, I mean, that would make sense, but I didn't realize it was that hard to get in. It was shocking. I really thought like, oh, this will be no problem mm. at all because there were a couple of reviews that were like, oh, we just stopped by and it was great, but the reservation thing. Thing is like impossible. Mm. So you clearly, call and talk to someone. No, I used the website.
3: Okay, <laughs> call people. I talk know. on the phone. Yeah, Ooh. actually, remember when that's how reservations were made? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh,
1: I was making dinner reservations not too long ago, and they did not have a link on the website. They were not listed on opentable.com
3: Do they even want business? Yeah, and I had to
1: call the guy, and I felt like I was being put out. uh And then I, when I realized that, no, until two years ago, this is just how you did this, right? <laughs> Um,
3: I had a moment when I was driving here, so I use Waze because mm-hmm. I have a terrible sense of direction. Sure. Um, and because of the time of day, it was like left here, right here, left here, right here, left mm-hmm. here, right here. It was like a million little turns mm-hmm. to get here. And I looked down and all of a sudden I noticed on my phone that I had 1% battery and mm-hmm. I had it plugged in the whole time. So I like pushed the little car charger thing. Um, and then I saw the little lightning bolt. Um, so I guess it had like, it, it wasn't connecting. Sure. Um, but then for a second, I thought, uh oh, what if it's broken? I'm about to be out of power and I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get here. <laughs> and I also don't know how to get home. And I also don't have Jenna's number memorized. Sure. So <clears throat> if even if I were, because all of my brain's like, what the hell would I do? Like, I guess I could, like, you know, if I borrowed someone's phone, I don't even have my husband's number memorized. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what I would have done. And I was pretty sure I was going to be stranded in I don't know where. And then I thought, I shouldn't be this helpless. <laughs> I, how has this happened?
1: Yeah. You no, know? no. I, sure. I mean, and I will – and I think I know my way around L.A. pretty well. I was a, a PA for a couple of years mm. where you just drive scripts around. And this was in the day where you had to have a Thomas Guide. Mm. Like you had to list that on your resume that you owned the Thomas Guide. <laughs> uh, and, you know, where you would get – where someone would go to MapQuest and physically print you out right. a map. Uh, like the cavemen did, <laughs> right. um, and now who goes to MapQuest? Um, so yeah, but I, I, I will just instinctively when I get in the car, I will put my phone in its little phone holder and I will put in the address of where I'm going, uh, despite how close it is mm-hmm. or whether I know how to get there or not. So yeah. Uh, yes, I think we are all becoming adult babies.
2: Right. Oh, definitely. I am. I'm actually in that boat all the time because I have terrible cell phone service uh, for some reason. We're in this giant city, and my phone decides to not have service sure. about seventy percent of the time. So on the way here, several times it's like, can't find the satellite. Oh, I hate, that. and I'm so <laughs> I get terrified. So angry. I hey, know.
1: Hey, check space. <laughs> hey, uh, you don't know where the satellite is, hey? Maybe check space, genius. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, where those are. I hate when it says in red.
2: Like no. Yes. Like, connect, yeah not really an accurate location <laughs> right oh plus uh, i hate driving so sure we got that going for us too.
1: <laughs> um, the my reality show indulgence not so much these days but i definitely had a little uh a, a torrid affair with the show bar rescue
3: oh mm-hmm. yes i didn't you do something for that yes show?
1: um, uh, um uh, matt myra and i mm-hmm. uh got to be the recon guys on an episode of bar rescue uh it was a Goddamn delight and a thrill.
3: How did you get to do that? Uh, and what can you exp- for? I've seen the half of one episode. Or sure, something. Uh, there, had, there were bugs in it. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yes. A big part of Bar Rescue is showing is going around a bar and showing where bugs are breeding and laying their eggs, oh. and sometimes liquor <sighs> bottles that they swim in. Mm. That's so gross. Uh, which is kind of cute, I think. <laughs> it's like they're having a little <laughs> bath, right? Um, so <laughs> Matt Myra is a very well connected and well liked man. Mm-hmm. Um, And just happens through his channels to know the guy who does publicity for Bar Rescue. And I think the idea is that they have a recon portion of the show uh, where uh, John Taffer, the host, a mean dad who owns one sport coat, will (laughs) send in his recon guys to check out the bar. And oh. like report back to him on like secret shoppers. Yeah, you're looking for bugs. You're looking for service. You're looking for overpouring. Uh, if there's food involved, you know, uh, wh- you know wh- how quick is it coming out? Is it cooked thoroughly? Things like that. So you're his guys on the inside. And uh, did Matt- you
3: like how your cricket was prepared? Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your
1: your vodka and roaches. Was it a top shelf <laughs> vodka? Um. And uh, so he, you know, said to the publicity guy. Uh, my uh, my friend and coworker Jordan, we are very very big fans of the show. Uh, we would like to come on, and uh, and they set it up. We went to a place in, uh, um, oh gosh, where was it? Kind of, it's kind of near San Diego, Carlsbad.
3: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's
1: called the Poor House, P O U R mm-hmm. House, and uh, yeah, we did the recon. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the bar was haunted. I don't want to spoil too much.
3: Has it aired yet?
1: It has aired, yes, and it was, is currently airing every single Sunday for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, uh, Spike just reruns the shit out of those on Sunday. It's just a big bar rescue marathon. So, uh,
3: wait, was it a total shit show though?
1: The no, bar? you know the bar. Uh, the bar was a, you know a a pretty good bar run by nice people that uh, was just clearly had a lot of internal problems and a ghost. <laughs> so that sounds so fun. It was very fun. I'm
2: all about the ghosts, so that would have been very exciting.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not see any ghostly activities, but hmm. maybe they don't show up. In Were front you of the open to it? I was open to it. Yes, <laughs> I have never had a ghost experience. No, me neither. And I think my feeling is that it is fake. But I, if a ghost thing happened to me, I would allow a ghost person to help me. <laughs> You know, That's work through it. Good that
3: you have a plan. A ghost person? Yeah, like a ghost a person. Ghostbuster. A Ghostbuster?
1: yeah. <laughs> but a male Ghostbuster. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stop ruining my. <laughs> Fuck! I'm sick of talking about this. Anyway, did uh, the, the Ghostbuster controversy? I'm a of little. I have yeah. fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, so I love bar rescue. So I will, if I get a chance, go to the renovated bars. I've been Ooh. to all the L.A. ones. Uh. Uh, they've all been a lot of fun, particularly uh, Pat's Cocktails in North Hollywood. If you ever get a chance, <laughs> I will. You should absolutely go to Pat's Cocktails. When I was there, Mr. Belding was there, the guy who played Mr. Belding.
3: I I don't want to take away from your Mr. Belding sighting.
1: Please don't. It's all I have.
3: <sighs> That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, and also, a lot of people have had Mr. Belding sightings. Is he? Thank you. What's yes. up? Is he just very social?
1: He, yes. I think he is a – I think if you, if you are in the kind of Burbank slash North Hollywood areas of L.A., uh,
2: He's Mr. The Belding is out and about. He's a party animal. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: if you're a lady, he'll buy you a shot and sing a, a karaoke with you. And he was wearing Crocs when I saw him. <laughs> That's so he's
2: fun. stylish and hip. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. stylish.
1: Got pretty fat. I mean, what a. Ah.
2: Is he cashing
3: in on the Mister Belding thing? He probably is. Right? I
1: don't know how much. Well, I mean, like socially, yes. I think he likes it when people want to do selfies and right. uh, when a when a young lady wants to. So sing so it's, karaoke. it's like the
2: perfect age difference that he's probably interested in. You yeah, know, like sure. younger ladies. Yeah, yeah, they know grew who up he with is. You, well, you used to watch
1: me when <laughs> you came home from school, and I want to watch you when you. Uh, that's my Mr. Belding impression. It was, it was, yeah, I
3: felt like I was in the room with him.
1: <laughs> um, so Felt yeah. like
3: I was at Rydell High or whatever it was called.
1: <laughs> right Rydell High! I guess the <laughs> Grease High School. What was it called? Uh, Bayside. Bayside. That's Bayside. what I meant. Bayside High. Yeah. Uh, go Bayside. Anyway. Oh, that's right. Um, so, uh, I was, and maybe we'll take a break after this. I think this is a lovely segue. Uh, I've been to Vegas two times very close to each other. I'm coming off my second trip, and at no point in either of these trips would anyone go to Bacon Bar with me, which is one of the bar rescue sites.
3: Did they know that you wanted to go there because of your bar rescue thing? Because maybe that's why they didn't want to go.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. They thought it was weird and gross, (laughs) but I... Did you go anyway? I've still not been to Bacon Bar. Oh. No. Well, Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, please.
3: I was just going to say, I hope you'll enlighten us perhaps when we come back, as to what all the Vegasing is about. Sure,
1: yes. Uh, Vegasing, that's coming up. Uh, My Life and How It's Different, that's coming up. And uh, me making you guys look through Bacon Bar's Yelp page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is also coming I, up. I'm into that. When we come back on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me for my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective
3: I'm Allison
2: Rosen, riddle wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in sweat <laughs> I'm Jenna Kim Jones, and you'll either love me or hate me Or beloved me or despise me, I don't know
1: That's a great nickname Yeah You have to remember that exactly the way you said it <laughs> yeah. for the next segment
2: That's really good Okay, I got it
1: Uh, uh want to talk about this Vegas in my transformation Please, from please cocoon into moth uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wow a, I was a cocoon before, now I'm a beautiful moth
3: Wow, straight past <clears throat> caterpillar
1: Oh, yeah uh, nah, none of that shit for me. Uh, but I do want to let listeners know, uh, that beloved recent running joke garaba Garabba, baby, uh, is now a t-shirt that you can get on topatico.com. So if you want a Topatico, uh, if you, excuse me, if you want a garaba shirt, go to topatico.com. It is only available until July 15th. Uh, so this is a limited time, uh, offer. After July 15th, it will go away forever. And you will feel like a chump until you die for having missed it. So uh, go over there to topatico.com, search garaba, and uh, get yourself that T-shirt.
3: Is that Uh, G-R-A-B-B-A?
1: G-A-R-A-B-A. Let me see if I can remember what it stands for. It stands for uh, get help. It's for an emergency. Oh. You're going to want to get help, assess the situation, read up on it, be kind to yourself, and abstinence, garabba. I know, very confusing. <laughs> You're confused. Well, I feel people like... looking at your T-shirt will be confused <laughs> if you buy one. Yes, you I like concern. it. Please. No,
3: you know, I. But my concern went away in the time. Okay. In the time where you just real you you mm. recognize that I did, and then it's like my brain just was not an etch a sketch and it just went blank because okay. I was trying to like do the letters in my head, and I had some question about it, and now I don't care anymore. Okay.
1: That's (laughs) uh, that's totally reasonable. (laughs) Oh, speaking of beloved running jokes, uh, before I get to uh, uh, the Vegas business, I want to ask you guys, we're polling all of our guests. Okay. What's a chode? To you, when you hear the word chode, what-
3: It
2: is a short, wide penis. Jenna? Oh, goodness. (laughs) I clearly did not- I have no idea.
1: You've never heard chode before?
2: Never. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: I, th- I think it's a regional thing. I think a lot, of- most people say. What is, it?
3: is it like a, a Pepsi where you're from?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Give me a cold chode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we call all kinds of soda
1: chode. It can be Fanta, it could be Coke, it Could can- yeah. be a milkshake. Let's get a pepperoni pizza and a pitcher of chodes for the table. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and keep them coming.
1: Keep them. Keep the chodes going. Don't,
3: don't stop. But- Bottomless chodes.
1: Yeah. Ugh, what a deal. <laughs> uh, a lot of people think it is short, fat penis, that it seems to be the most popular definition. Uh, I grew up thinking it was a synonym for taint.
3: Oh, I feel like oh. I've heard this before. I've heard the some people think it's that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and also I uh, there's a couple people who think it's a it's like a it's like a weed reference for a joint that's almost done. Oh, so, okay, yeah, that's
2: Jenna. more in the realm of what I thought it might be, like a something a like drug that. Thing. Yeah, a okay. drug yeah. reference. That's that feels more right to sure. me. Sure, smoke yeah. that chode. Yeah, but would, would right? But sucking
3: on that chode wouldn't that, that chode. suggest more what I think? Yes. It means? But the only reason I think it means that is because I've heard it described. I've heard people say that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Like I would just think. A chode is just like a jerk, right? With yeah, some, but being kind of in a
1: genital way. Sure, sort of a, it's just a like a Richard, a, like a real <laughs> yes. Richard type. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's when if you were calling someone a chode, it would be kind of a like, you know, masculine kind of duty douchebag, right? Now, but it's
3: definitely a pejorative, right? No one's like, check out the girth of my chode.
1: No, I mean, listen. I mean, I think they're, you know, obviously different. You know, different. People, maybe anatomy. People are into chodes. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, perhaps a if you are a, if you are a, a lady or a gentleman who deals with penises sexually, you prefer a chode. Uh, we want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what
3: should they put in a subject sub- line?
1: Had, yes, <laughs> a, a chode, chode reference. Lo- <laughs> chode lover.
3: Ooh, I could do a Twitter poll. Would you please? (laughs) Well, so we have this kind of silly running thing on my show, Mm -hmm. which is we'll come up with... uh well, it's supposed to be a controversial topic, but last time it was Cheesecake. It's also been moleskin Notebooks, mm. and it's also been The Grateful Dead. So it's just not that are controversial. They, are they good? Yeah, but it's you have to say, yes, please, or oh, please. Okay. <laughs> Except that everyone forgets, so they either say yes, please, or no, thank you, which is mm. not – that's not how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I could do a Twitter poll, chodes. Yeah. Yes, please, or oh, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, whether you – but just make sure oh, to – Right, you know, clarify which one is which that you're talking about either a, a short white penis. Oh, right, so. right,
3: not a a drink,
1: right. <laughs> not the beverage. No, you're right, not the <laughs> not a synonym for Pepsi. <laughs> um, so, uh, I I have weirdly gone to, and I know it's 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 weird. I feel like we talk about Vegas a lot on the show, just from I mean, from two guys who aren't really like party animals. I think right. we talk about it a lot because I think it's just a it's a novel thing, and when it happens, it. It shocks the system and you kind of want to talk about it.
3: Even though it goes against their whole ad campaign because what happens in Vegas now happens on Jordan Jesse Go.
1: That's true. Yeah. I, think, I don't think they accounted for podcasts when they <laughs> came up with that, <laughs> that famous slogan. Like, hey, asshole, some, some of us have podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, but I have a like I go I go once a year with some some dudes
3: Oh, you have – it's like a whole thing.
1: It's a whole thing, yeah. We go to see – there's an annual show called Punk Rock Bowling. It's a celebration of the punk rock of the late 80s and early 90s. That sounds uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so I have some dudes I go I go see that with every year, and then
3: do bands play or is it a celebration of their CDs?
1: Uh, yeah, right. It's like, yeah, you just it just flash. It's a big you stand in front of a big screen and it flashes album art. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, I love this. You wipe the du- song. dust off your CD collection. and <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Schlep them there you know, with you. you. Yeah, you yeah. hold
1: up your <laughs> Case Logic binder. And, oh you yeah. Know, show everyone your Descendants albums. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's like a it's like a it's like a kind of a it's like a scummy Coachella. Who played this year? <laughs> uh, the Descendants were kind of the mm-hmm. headlining band. That's so uh, cool. But yeah, you'll get a you'll get a stiff little fingers. Uh, Buzzcocks played this year. Mm-hmm. That was a a terrific band to see. Uh, so, yeah, if you're into that thing, it's a lot of fun. And also if you enjoy being surrounded by scumbags, it's also <laughs> very fun. Um,
3: Are you considering yourself and your fellow chodes scumbags? Because I don't oh think boy. of you that way.
1: I think No, and it's nice of you to say. Thank you very much. I think that there – well, I'm going to say within us all oh. is a scumbag. Someone who –
3: You should get it removed.
1: (laughs) You you can get infected. Yeah. Uh, Get pregnant. Sure. You definitely don't want a scumbag in the chode. No. That can turn deadly.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I lost some of my closest friends that way.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, I definitely have a part of me that just wants to scream and get drunk and smoke pot and wear shorts and lay down on the ground. Uh, So, yeah, I think there is a part of me that's a scumbag, and I think that I can indulge that part of me in 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 specific circumstances i think i can go into a controlled environment and be a real fucking scumbag but
3: see i that doesn't sound like a scumbag to me that just sounds like someone who's at a festival concert
1: yeah and i think that's kind of what those those are the you know the, the, those types of things serve that purpose in society mm. it's kind of a way to just
3: lay down in public lay down in public drunk. while drunk
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah i think i have that within me and i think i can function in polite society it's not part of my identity to be a scumbag but uh, I have the potential, I think.
3: But <laughs> see, I would think scumbag is someone who's like talking about tits and stuff. Sure. Is that part of your repertoire as well?
1: <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, geez. I mean, I – listen. Uh, uh, I enjoy tits. Right. Uh, Who doesn't? I think they're terrific. <laughs> Some don't. Uh, well, that's true. But yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess even if you don't sexually enjoy tits, there's something you could to be You enjoy them in a platonic way. About them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean I guess I don't want my scumminess to go over into like sexism. Mm-hmm. Uh, cuz I think that's just like a, a that's just a quality of a bad person. Okay. Um but you know, uh I can I can I can appreciate a pair of tits in the wild, I guess. <laughs> uh but yeah, but I you know, but I also like to appreciate the person who they're on. That's nice. Yeah. And if they're a ghostbuster, that's fine with me. That's <laughs> fine. With me. But what think, about your childhood? Oh, that's right. It's ruined. <laughs> oh, I forgot that my childhood was ruined. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so just for whatever weird reason, I had this this punk rock bowling thing that I do every year. And then uh, my, my work uh, wanted to go on a work retreat. We've never been on a work retreat before. How fun. Uh, and so they... We, uh, uh, the the show I work for, At Midnight, if you're not a regular listener to the show, uh, we had Carrot Top on as a guest. Carrot Top had such a nice time, he said, if anybody's ever in Vegas, please be my guest <sighs> at the Luxor. We Does he a,
3: own part of the Luxor?
1: Uh, he has a show at the Luxor. Okay. So we were to be his guest at the show. So we oh, took, I see. We took him up on it. I've seen Carrot Top, and I am fundamentally different because of it. How <gasps> was it? <gasps> uh, it was great. It was really great. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Now, listen, uh, Carrot Top... Uh, not a not a sophisticated comic. Mm-mm. A lot of puns,
0: mm-hmm. a lot of
1: props. Mm-hmm. But the man fucking goes a mile a minute. There are, in the course of a ninety-minute show, I would say that there are eight thousand jokes. Wow. that he does. Uh, a, a prolonged lip sync sex- uh, section at the end. Uh, also, I was very stoned. And <laughs> did you laugh a lot? I did laugh a lot. Yeah, it was fun. And Carrot Top was very nice. He uh, welcomed us backstage to his uh. Uh, to his chill zone, <laughs> poured us some drinks, and uh, yeah, had a lovely time. Do you have a newfound respect for carrot?
3: Maybe you already had respect for carrot top.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I interacted with him when he was on the show, and like had a really good experience with him. Like he was a nice guy. I thought he did. A, he was really funny on the show. Uh polite, easy to work with, uh, a good collaborator, and uh, yeah, and I really liked his show. And I kind of, I kind of. Uh, have a new respect for him and maybe felt a little bit bad about what we as a culture have done to talk Yeah. Uh, to punchlining him. Uh, because, yeah, he's a he's a talented dude and puts on a great show.
2: He does have... It appears to me he does have a sense of humor about himself, though, which is great. Yeah.
1: There is definitely a portion of the show where he will play clips of people shit-talking him yeah. oh, and yeah. then react to them. And oh, It's nice. a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, that, that is fun. Yeah. He, yeah, I, I've always been fascinated by him because I feel like I sort of I don't know if there was a moment in my life in my lifetime when he was very I guess he is mainstream but yeah. I don't know when the transition was that he sort of became someone so everyone muscular. joked about well that I feel like I do remember that yeah. part yeah but
1: I'll say uh you know when you when you prep somebody for at midnight you do it in the dressing room okay. You're in their dressing room with them uh I've seen dude without his shirt on He's jacked. Oh, yeah. That's not a secret, but I've seen it up close. Mm -hmm. It is real. Mm. The amount of jacked that Carrot Top is uh, is... uh,
2: Hard to put into words? Do you know that...
1: I was going to say awe-inspiring, but yes, hard to put into words is correct.
2: I don't think I know Carrot Top's real name.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't uh, think I do either. Oh, I I do know it, but I don't know if he...
2: Does he tell people? His
1: name is Scott Thompson. What? What? Yeah, like the kid in the hall. I didn't expect that. Wow. I expected
3: like... Ellery or something, <laughs> something Eustis. Oh, I wonder if my brain chose Ellery because it sounds like celery, and I was thinking of carrots, oh, like it's something yeah, sure. you know within the vegetable. Realm. You would have with buffalo wings, sure. <laughs> right? Um, but it's so uh, so just, just, just every yeah. everyday guy name. Yeah, I know. I wonder he um, had to go carrot top.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's got to go completely the other direction.
3: Now, having had this. Retreat with mm-hmm. your coworkers. Do you yeah. feel closer to them? I've never been on a work retreat, but I've always kind of wanted to.
1: Yeah, boy, it was a lot of fun.
3: I don't. There was no. Did everyone go?
1: Uh, no, a couple of people had to stay behind for other things. Did Chris Hardwick go? Chris Hardwick did not go, um, uh, but I'm sure we would have had a blast. Um, he was not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Writing staff only, asshole. Uh, all right, pretty boy with your makeup and your wardrobe. Um, no, you know it was not. We are, as a staff, I think we 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 party at very different levels. We have a couple of sober people. We have a couple of like people who have been through AA, um, uh, people with kids, uh, and then some uh, part-time scumbags. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we it wasn't a thing where we all got wasted and like you know looked into each other's eyes and told each other we loved each other or spilled our guts or told anybody off. But it was a nice time, and I think we have a lot of good. Inside jokes, which I think for a, for a comedy staff is an important thing.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. That's good.
1: Uh, Jenna, work retreat ever? Have you ever or done any one? kind
2: of retreat? <sighs> it depends on your definition of retreat.
1: I have a loose definition.
2: Okay. Well, when I worked at Daily Show... <laughs> have you
1: walked to the snack machine with anyone <laughs> and loaned them change?
3: And well, I have a strict definition, like our founding
2: fathers intended oh, retreat. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, when I worked at Daily Show, we would go... like couple times a year, like either on like a boat to a beach oh, or that something. Counts. That totally Okay, counts. like a day trip, a baseball game one time. Um, just, yeah, I think those are the big ones that we did. I'm trying to think if we did anything else, but I don't think so. Yeah, so we we would do those and they were always really fun and would get people really excited because typically we would do it like the day before at dark week anyway. So mm-hmm. everyone's like, yeah, we're not working and we don't have to come back. You know, that kind of thing. So that was a, they were fun. They were good. I don't think it, I think it's that same sort of vibe where you go like, nobody's really partying that hard here because yeah, you sure. do have such a wide variety of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it really just turns into like a fun time with people. And you do get to know them a little better, mm-hmm. which is fun. Which is nice too, for when you come back and be like, Remember when we were on the boat? Oh yeah, that was so cool. (sighs) Water. You know. Remember? (laughs) That was
3: so great. (laughs) I have never done anything fun with with people I work with. And it makes me wonder, have they done fun things and I just didn't know about it? Mm. I feel like the most fun I had at like I worked at Time Out in New York, sometimes there would be bagels in the break room, that's about it. You would Mm. all
1: like go to the bagels
3: together. Yeah. And but even that wasn't camaraderie, it was just like who can get there first. Like ooh, carbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. it was more
1: of a race or yeah. a struggle.
3: Exactly. It was a competition. Mm-hmm. It was a challenge. I I do like, like
1: a free work bagel.
3: Yeah. <sighs> yes. The unexpected carbohydrate is nice. It's
1: nice, right? Yeah.
3: Um the last time we talked, mm-hmm. was I not eating carbo uh, it's sad that this is that I'm like, here's some interesting news about me Please. to update you with. Please, Do you recall if I was not eating carbohydrates? Because I went through a long phase of not eating carbohydrates. You
1: know what? I think the last time, and I was thinking about doing a follow-up segment uh, uh, for this show, but then got a little bit lazy. I think the last time I was on uh, The Thursday Gang, Mm -hmm. we ate Lay's potato chips (gasps) that had been flavored like a gyro.
3: And I just smelled them. Maybe you did. You, oh, maybe. Yeah, I think one I time think, I don't you think licked I, one. Yeah, I don't think I tried any of the flavored potato chips. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm back in a big way. I went to dinner last night. Oh, going to your house was kind of like a retreat.
1: Heck <laughs> yeah. You guys worked together. Yeah. Like a, it's a professional type relationship.
3: Went to dinner at your house last night. Yep. Your husband made pasta. It was delicious. It was so... Pasta is the kind of thing where during my long no-carbohydrate mm. phase, I was like, I can barely remember when I would sit down to a plate of pasta like I can't even imagine ever doing that ever again how do people do that well that's what I did last <laughs> night sure. at one point I got tired of twirling the pasta around my fork you so put I your like
1: face onto the plate
3: <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah I like twirled it like three quarters of the way and I'm like this will work itself out hmm. put the fork into my mouth started biting and I think Jenna saw this do you remember this moment oh yeah yeah so there were like all these noodles dangling Mm -hmm. out of my mouth and it was starting to hit the back of my throat and i was starting to swallow i'm like oh i this is not working itself out i don't know what to do (laughs) and i had to bite down and just (laughs) with with my paw Mm -hmm. grab you are more animal than human at at that moment I I was a beast yeah exactly jungle beast uh i just kind of had to grab the pasta that was dangling out of my mouth with my hand and then just put it
1: back on the plate.
3: (laughs) But thankfully, Jenna, I think you kind of just shrugged like, eh, it happens, which made me feel so much better.
1: (laughs) I will watch you remove food from your mouth and put it back on the plate to eat later.
3: (laughs) It was really, I feel like that is my, like, Macbeth's tragic flaw was (laughs) he was ambitious, right? Hamlet was indecisive. Yeah, yeah. I'm impatient, mm. and I'm always like, I'm going to skip this step, and I think it's going to work out. The like, step where you actually like put the right size amount of something on your fork, and then um, I just end up in uh, embarrassing situations.
1: I think like Othello, you yeah. will probably choke on ravioli. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a tragic ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenna, have you ever removed... Something from your diet? Have you ever said I'm not doing X, Y, or Z?
2: It well, okay. When I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. I decided I wasn't going to eat sugar mm. at all. Like you, I mean something
1: uh I, I think I know about you is that you uh you enjoy candy.
2: Sugar is life. I'm sorry, all you people <laughs> sure. that tell me it's like cocaine, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. Well look, I can say something pretty safely.
3: Please. It's not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the world that tells me, oh, I just wish you wouldn't eat that stuff. Get over yourself. I love it. But when I was like 18, I thought, I'm going to try no sugar. And I went so strict that I would read the labels on every single thing that I was eating. And if it had, if it had less than like three grams or something, I could eat it, mm-hmm. which really is surprising how much that limits everything you eat yeah I lost weight very quickly but I was also the grumpiest human that's ever (laughs) existed (laughs) Uh, so that lasted like a week or two I want to say maybe about ten days, and then I probably ate an entire pan of brownies and was like, "I'm back on track. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel, I feel human again. We're good.
1: I've had the pan. Yeah, I'm back. I've evened myself. Rehab
2: out. didn't work on me, <laughs> kids.
1: What What made you go back on the carb train? Was it a specific dish? Was it so? Did you reach a goal?
3: Um, I just felt like. The real, I don't. I feel like avoiding carbs is no longer really doing anything for me. So mm-hmm. the reason that I started doing it was, um, I was doing IVF. I'm mm-hmm. pregnant now. Sure. Um. But congratulations. I was- Thank by you the way, very I'm much. Very, uh,
1: I said congratulations off mic, but uh, at, at as is our people's custom, I like to make things official by saying it on a podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is
3: the way of our people mm-hmm. of our tribe. Mm-hmm. Um. So I um. Have I've always had to watch my weight sure. and I used to be um, – growing up I was always overweight mm-hmm. and then like well into my adulthood and then I lost a bunch of weight and I really have to struggle to keep it off. But I have always felt like, like I kind of had it under control by like being very controlled with what I was eating and then I started doing IVF and for a while things were okay. Well, actually I started doing IVF and then um, because you're injecting yourself with so many hormones mm. – and for portions of it, your body thinks it's pregnant. Like that's what you're, you're telling your body that. And just making it do all kinds of crazy things, um, I would gain weight. And the first time it happened, gain and then lose and then gain and then lose mm-hmm. and gain and then lose. And at a certain point, I realized, oh, this is just this, the way it works. So you mm-hmm. gain it and then you lose it and you gain it. But at the <clears> beginning <throat> when I started gaining, um, and I'm not talking about a ton. Like I don't know that other people could even see it, but sure. I'm so attuned to that. started gaining. I freaked out. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm barely eating like all the things that I normally do to not gain weight or, or to lose weight aren't working. And someone said to me, um, it, it could be carbs. And yeah. I was like, there, I don't even think there's science behind that, but that really resonated with me. That sounds right. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like it might be <laughs> right? right. So I'm like, I am gonna... read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So I decided I'm just going to, give up carbs and see what happens because I had been doing a lot of reading and I, you know, I've always known about the Atkins diet and stuff like that. So at the very beginning, I did lose some weight and I was like, oh my God, it's working. And I just I don't know. I like. I can really get behind a diet, mm-hmm. not currently, sure. but at the time I couldn't. I. I think I liked the idea that it was so strict and so regimented. And like I've joked before that I would like to be buried in a bread basket with a ton of butter. Like I. I love <laughs> yeah. carbohydrates. Sure. So all of a sudden to go to a restaurant and to just be like I just don't eat bread. Right. It was weirdly easier to not touch it if. And I don't eat dessert and all these things, and I stopped even wanting them,
1: yeah, um, I think it's yeah, I think with those, I'm not doing x, y, z right it's easier this than couple moderation of, weeks of hell, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, where you just want it more than anything, and then it you know, your body adjusts, I think so yeah. right
3: and and so then at a certain point, I think I did it from like June to December, mm-hmm. and then in December, it's like I was. The same weight that I had been when I started, having yeah. gone up and down and up and down and up and down a lot since then. Um, and then I just thought, I don't – I actually don't think this is d- doing anything diet-wise for me. Yeah. And I kind of miss – Specifically, I missed like lean cuisines and healthy choice
1: frozen dinners and sure. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
3: funny. Uh, I did Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's like, "That's what you missed."
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, who <laughs> but it, doesn't love a scrumptious? It really weird is. beige chicken breast <laughs> yeah. and slimy carrots.
3: It really was though. So I just um I, I just started eating carbohydrates again, mm-hmm. and um and now that I'm pregnant, uh, I've been having morning sickness. And like small, constant meals that are kind of carbohydrate based are what is recommended. And here's the biggest kicker mm-hmm. you know how much I drink Refresh Wild Cherry Soda. Oh, yeah. Did you have to give up Refresh. I had to give up artificial sweetener, no. which really was the cornerstone of my diet. Yeah. I'm having this is this is harder for you me. You had a
1: Refresh IV for a while.
3: I, yes. If yeah. I could marry it, I would have. Sure. Um, my blood probably smells like wild cherry. <laughs> I'm currently sure. detoxing. Um, but this is actually much harder for me than giving up carbohydrates, is this no artificial sweetener. Because yeah. now I'm drinking water, which I hate. Mm, sure. Um,
1: oh, it sucks.
3: Yeah. I, it tastes like shit.
1: It's gross. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I know. I Finally. feel like I
3: have a bad taste. You know how people are like, artificial sweetener, there's like a bad aftertaste. I feel like water has a bad aftertaste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I just
3: don't feel right. It's not wild. I feel like at all. I'm in
2: nature, like yeah. I'm drinking like rocks Ugh, or
3: something. Right. Yeah. It's gross. Ugh. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I guess I'll get used to it.
1: Yeah. But. Have you, you, and you have not replaced it with like. You know, uh, a laqua or a sparkling water or something like that. That seems I, to me like the you know.
3: That's where I went first. The
1: opium from heroin.
3: Right. <laughs> that is the methadone. That's where I went Methodist? first. Yeah. Okay. But um, sorry, I don't know why I corrected you. I think no, you're no, that you're. Right.
1: you're uh, I think you. I think you're right. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> like, I see, let's uh, agree to agree. <laughs> let's agree about this. Thing. Yeah. Listen, as a as a famous heroin addict, you of all people would know.
3: <laughs> it's my brand. You love the junk. Thank you. you love. Thank hormones, Thank you very much.
1: He loves scoring. That's K-Holwood. right. Anyway, that's,
3: I like Chasing the Dragon. Oh, who
1: doesn't? No one. That might be opium too. Anyway,
3: I don't even know what, what is Chasing the Dragon. I, I think, feel like it involves tinfoil.
1: I think that's when you smoke opium. But again, okay. I don't know.
3: <laughs> no. Um. So I did try some of those flavored seltzers. Mm-hmm. There's a ton in my cabinet right now. Mm-hmm. Um. But I found actually because I was having to like choke those down because sure. they're so unsweet. Um. I mean, I'm just used to things being very, very artificially sweet.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So those were just, I was having trouble drinking them. And then I realized, oh, actually water seems to be the easiest thing to drink. Yeah. I mean, it, it signifies a kind of death of my soul. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> but it's worth it for the little one. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sure. You've got his yeah. you b- it's, it's
3: not forever. That's what I'll tell you. What if my baby wants refreshé? <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you should at the when you go to deliver the baby, I don't know if you're doing a home birth or not. Probably uh, not. Probably no. not, I would I would guess. Just have have the have the nurse chill a refresh and just yeah. throw one back as soon right. as you get done. Oh well,
2: yeah. I did that with Diet Coke. It was like I, I had a baby seven months ago uh, or something now. And uh, I was like, Dear husband, this is how it goes in the hospital room. I pop the baby out, they give it to me, oh cute, cute, cute. You hand me a Diet Coke. <laughs> And blah, we blah, move blah. on with our he, life. He's yeah.
1: more beautiful than anything I've ever seen. Blah blah blah. Cherish our his life moment. is different. Blah, blah. Give me that, DC. Thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, Jenna, what is what is what is your what 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 is your pregnancy advice? I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about this before now. <laughs> no, it's never come up. It's never come. oh, really? Uh what is what is the what is the pregnancy advice?
2: I would say enjoy the carbohydrates now. Mm-hmm. That she
1: and
3: Jenna and her husband have been very nice and supportive regarding like this. Because I'm kind of freaking out about the way my body is changing. Sure. Um, and, and also about hard. how tired. And you guys have both been like, this is the one time of your life where you can just like, if you want to rest, rest. If you want
2: to eat you yes. know, a marshmallow, do. Yes. Because once the baby comes out, everything's different and you are not you are very tired. And if you want to get back into your genes, you can't eat all the carbs that you were eating before. Sure. So I okay. say yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the one time in your life where it is your job to indulge. In being lazy and eating what your body wants you to eat, or what your mind is telling your body what you want to eat, sure, or what the yeah. baby is saying. And that's yeah. true, too. Maybe you Maybe the baby know. just
1: wants to drink pure ranch dressing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, oh, I, I meant me, I want to drink pure ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've learned a lot about pregnancy, mm-hmm. um,
3: Vanderpump rules.
1: Vanderpump rules. <laughs> <laughs> How carrot top will change someone? You have pregnancy. I have the time I saw carrot top. Yeah, I think these are equally uh, these are equally important life right milestones. rites of passage. Uh, there's many things to do when you're wanting to kick heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's been informative so far. But uh, when we come back from this little break, uh, we're going to talk momentous occasions. We are going to talk moments of shame. Uh, maybe a summer boy call. I don't know. Depends on what uh, Christian Duenas boots us up in the old phone machine. We'll be right back on Jordan Jesse Go. La,
0: la,
2: la, 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 la. Hi. Are you a fan of Star Trek The Next Generation? Well, that's weird because it's a corny show. But my friends Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica do a lovely podcast about it. It's called The Greatest Generation and it's on maximumfun.org. I thought that this podcast was a bad idea, but I was wrong. Please listen to The Greatest Generation on maximumfun.org.
0: La <laughs>
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, clever person. <laughs> you may not be able to tell from that. No, I mean, Quick clearly. call. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jenna Kim Jones, sugar addict. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. that's good. That's for on brand. Mm-hmm.
1: From time to time, and by from time to time, I mean every single episode, we like to go to our phone machine where our beloved listeners have uh, called us with momentous occasions, important moments in their life. Uh, this is the period of the show where we listen to those calls, and we're going to do it now. Christian?
0: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Uh, this is Dave down here in Pennsylvania. I was just at a uh, gas station that serves food, and I was in there after the bars tonight, and some guy had a shirt on that had a phone number on it that was 1-800-FUCK-OFF. I decided I was going to ask him, well, have you ever called that phone number? And he's like, no, that's for you to do. So I decided to call it, and I put it on speakerphone for him so he could hear it, and it turned out to be a sex hotline. Well, that's all I got.
1: Have a good one, guys. See ya. I mean, I guess I could have predicted that, maybe yeah that it would be a sex hotline but seems I mean, logical or it could be
3: like a um sex rehab kind of place oh <laughs> you, yes. like you're
1: tired of fucking on right
3: maybe why don't <laughs> you fuck you wanna, off yeah be maybe off wanna, fucking
1: <laughs> right uh boy this man was very bold to approach a guy who had this Mm T-shirt, like the kind of man who has a fuck-off T-shirt that is, I guess, in a gas station in Pennsylvania late at night. Right. That's bold. This is not a man that I would want to go up to and and do a bit with.
3: No. That's like (laughs) approaching the person that's got, like, how's my driving, one 800 you know, eat shit. Sure,
1: I mean, it's like following them to a right. you know to their home <laughs> and then having a discussion about traffic safety.
2: Right. I don't know though. We don't know what the caller was wearing. Maybe he was wearing a very provocative T-shirt himself. Oh, could, you're right. yeah, You Ask, know, gas
1: or grass. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> uh, the the like I'm an asshole. Deal with it T-shirt that I saw in Vegas while I was there. And I guess by T-shirt, I mean many articles of clothing. Mm-hmm. The phrase that, that kept coming up was, "Talk, shit, get hit." I love talk, shit, get hit." I think it's so funny. And uh,
3: uh, I w- I, just don't th- I just wish I wish it
1: were like that. <laughs> yeah, I
3: feel like there's so much shit talking and no not one's getting hitting. hit. Yeah,
1: people are not getting hit. I'm not
3: really, not really saying I'm a fan of violence. I'm just saying like I feel like shit talking
1: goes unpunished. Sure. I mean, that gets you to get spiritually hit, or right. you know, hit with a fine. <laughs>
3: Do you think that person is just saying, hey, if you talk shit about me, I'm going to hit you? Or are they just saying this is my personal policy? Because I bet like that person talks a lot of shit actually. Sure.
1: Yeah. And I, I, will, I will say uh, because we're in, a, in an honesty space here. Right. It's the, the heat. The first place that I saw talk shit get hit was on a, a, a woman's bikini bottom on her bottom. So, wow, that okay. is a, a very particular kind of woman. Uh, we're getting married in July. <laughs> um, and then I after seeing it on this woman's bottom, I saw it on many T-shirts mm-hmm. after that. You so, realize it was a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a catchphrase from something that I'm missing? Um, I, have I have never heard. heard of
2: no, it. I've never heard it anyway. I, yeah.
1: I would guess that the person who wears the talk shit get hit article of clothing means it about them and their, like, circle, you know, their family, friends, dudes, ride-or-die bitches, bros. Ride-or-die. These are the people who, if you talk shit about, you will get hit. Let's talk about ride-or-die bitches. Please. Because I like to use the
3: phrase, Mm -hmm. but what does it really mean? Like, she'll be your ride and there if you die?
1: Yeah. I, I can't parse it. Yeah, it is confusing. I think it's a reference to Fast and Furious.
2: Oh, which I haven't
1: seen. Don't tell anyone. Well, yeah,
2: me neither. You've really. got We're real buzzkills. You've got
1: eight amazing movies to watch. <laughs> should I start at the beginning or should I mix it up? Here, my listen. If you're a completist and you want to get the whole story of <laughs> Dominic Toretto, mm. uh, Letty, the whole gang uh start at the beginning I want letty
3: to be like a monkey or something i want one of those to oh. be a person and one of them to be an animal but
1: i know they're both people i know it would be, i think that's what's next for the fast and furious franchise is talking animals okay uh, but good, they good. really start to get good at five and i know that's an absurd that, statement
3: this is like the wire then which i haven't seen but yeah. i feel like everyone's like you just you know by season three you're hooked like, yeah. but i had to plow through right, a lot of episodes 20 to get hours
1: of television yeah uh, fast and Furious. Uh, you know, there's some fun callbacks, some fun characters that return. But if if you're just looking for some slam bang entertainment, Fast Five, start there. Okay. Uh, but maybe also don't. Who cares? What, <laughs> yeah, is it Alexa, just it, called <laughs> Fast Five? Inessential viewing,
3: <laughs> or is it like Octane City or Night? Uh, it's just Gas Fast Five. Yeah, Five, yeah. Right? yeah. It's five, okay. The
1: only time they've had the colon is Tokyo Drift. Oh right, That's, And uh, we all know
2: that was a mistake. Yeah. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
2: I remember seeing the trailers
3: in the theater and thinking, that looks like a fun movie. I would like to see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I didn't eight times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, listen, you only have three more chances.
3: Right. Uh, okay. So Ride or Die Bitch is from that. I
1: think that's where it's from. I think maybe they is would say Ride does, or Die Is Jordana
3: homies? Brewster or something described as that way?
1: I cannot say specifically. Here's something I would like to know. And I usually don't like people to uh, correct me online.
3: Yeah, but no one does. if you
1: do know the entomology of ride or die bitches or talk shit, get hit, I want to know that. So yeah. hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan underscore Morris. Let, let us know. Let us know. This is the rare like, time that I will say, correct me.
3: Do you like when people correct you in real life?
1: Um, I mean, I think there are, there are ways to correct someone that, that, that make you not sound like an asshole. What's one of those ways? Just like, you know, not going, uh, before. Okay. Don't go, yeah.
2: uh. What is the equivalent of that on Twitter?
1: Every, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Anytime someone you don't follow on Twitter, so just they're a rando, they probably have an anime avatar. Every time they correct you, even if it's in the most delicate way possible, I always hear,
3: <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a little lip smack. Uh, admit that, but really, Booster Gold came from Earth too. Yeah, I mean, just, I think that is the that is the curse of communicating online. Is if I don't know you, I will assume that is your tone.
3: Right, right. Well, I think that you meant etymology. And you said entomology.
1: <laughs> Which is the study not, of entomance cakes.
3: Right. Study of bugs, I think. <laughs> is the
1: study of delicious cakes.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I did Etymology. not go, You're right.
1: uh. No, you didn't. And you did that in a nice way.
3: That, oh, well, thank you. That was
1: that was a lovely tone. And, and and you know, you and I are friends, so I will accept that from you.
3: Thank you. I recently s- referred to someone as an ornithologist, mm. like a, pers- a bird person. Um, and someone corrected me. It's ornithologist. Actually, they didn't correct me. They just said, "Did you just say ornithologist?" And then hashtag OJ. Mm. And uh, I actually had to. I was. I wanted to be like, "Yeah, that's what I meant." And then I realized, "Oh no, I had it wrong." Mm. So, so uh, I'm just saying, even
2: I make mistakes.
1: Sure. Jenna, do you get online corrected? Oh, uh, all the anything? time. Okay. In
2: fact. You know, we talked reality TV previously, and I've had several people with the tone <laughs> mm. be like, "Um, you know, it's all fake, right? Oh boy. All that oh stuff boy. is no, set I had up. no idea, really. <laughs> oh my, what? Oh, um, what? I can't believe you like even believe a, any of it. Yeah, people like get, dropping yeah. a
1: bomb on so you,
3: so condescending about reality
1: TV.
2: They sure. do, yeah.
1: And I think that, yeah, but I mean, I think we, we we touched on this a little bit, and I think that that if you that there are people who will just lash out against someone who says they watch a reality show, you know, and want to, like, you know, pound them down into the cultural ground mm-hmm. because how could you? And oh, 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 uh, Downton Abbey, ah, the wire. <laughs> blah, blah. Uh, it is this weird, like, gut reaction that, like, I'm a smarty people have. Right. But I feel like I know tons of really smart TV watchers who... Have a couple reality shows that they love. And They're it, compelling, sure, and then and it is it is peppered in with a diet of good TV mm-hmm. and funny shows, and you know I think. Uh, yeah,
3: we don't just watch Vanderpump Rules. We also watch The Bachelorette. Sure, exactly. <laughs> you watch
1: quality programming as well. Yeah,
2: but Down Abbey's just like, uh, it's a- Soap opera. It's soap opera set in the 20s. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, right. I think their their manor house was the original pump.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sir.
1: Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Christian, uh, we got a summer boy call, don't we? Let's, uh, let's hear that summer boy call.
0: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. Uh, my name's Dan. I'm a friend over at I Fet Your Dog. And um, in true summer boy style, I looked out my shorts and was getting ready to put them on. But I've been celebrating one month on testosterone and transitioning and been wearing a penis. And my penis is far too big for my shorts now. <laughs> so now, I have to go buy new, brand new summer boy shorts. And I wanted to know, what colors should I get? What style should I get? And that's about
1: it. Thank you. Bye-bye. First of all, big hand for Dan. And uh, being in the uh, dick too big for your shorts club, welcome, Dan, (laughs) 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 as the ambassador of this particular club. Um, That is a good question. So uh, it's summer. Uh, it seems like maybe this is the first time that Dan has had to buy a man's wardrobe. Yes,
0: ex-
3: can you explain to us the summer boy call? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
1: summer boy, uh, yeah, uh, for, for noobs, uh, <laughs> summer boy is a movement that we started last year when a Uber driver told me that I looked like a real summer boy. <laughs> uh, and it seemed like it seemed like it was a, it was a. a it was kind of a <laughs> mantra, you know, or a, or a, or a way of being. It's to kind of embrace summer, chill, grill, buds, brews, maxing and relaxing. Sure, the brat, speir- brat, yeah, brat, garaba. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Garaba. <laughs> we have too many dumb running jokes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is what I'm I'm uh, coming to realize. Uh, so yeah, summer boy is just kind of it's a way of being, uh, uh, you know, uh, appreciating uh, summer. summer and everything it has to offer. Although this year. We are spelling it B-O-I.
3: So That's how I imagined notes. it. Oh, really? I like yeah, that. I did.
1: Last year it was B-O-Y. Okay. But now it is the, uh, the more The op- Your hips to the turn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Skater boy. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a skater boy and a summer boy. Uh, so, yes, that is the uh, entomology <laughs> of summer boy. Um so yeah, shorts. Um, male shorts. Uh, listen, I uh, I got a nice pair of khaki shorts from the Bonobos website the other day. They're pretty versatile. Uh, I've been wearing them with t-shirts and collared shirts, uh, sneakers or sandals if you're going to the beach. Uh, so I like those. But also, uh, I I love a pair of uh, love a pair of jean cutoffs. I think they're uh, they're fun and also uh, also versatile. So that's what I would suggest. These are my two favorite shorts. Shorts.
2: Jean yeah, shorts. They are kind of George, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel as the official summer boy? Sure.
1: yeah. And I, listen, I have not. I, I, might be I feel
2: the, like the title is given to you. Yeah, I, Own
1: sure. it. Own it. But sure, but I think I mean, you should. This, if we go back to Game of Thrones, and why wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. I am kind of the high sparrow in that I am. Maybe I'm the leader of this movement, but also I don't want to be above anyone. I want to. Mm. Uh, oh, that's so
3: et- you're positive. very
2: yeah. ethical summer boy of all the summer boys. yeah that's it's a
1: it's right it's more of a it, it's a i, I don't want to elevate myself above other summer boys You're right. very
2: much like the katniss if we're you know thank you. Uh, yeah thank you yes exactly. mocking jay yeah of the, i am yeah.
1: <laughs> yes i have <am> the mocking jay <laughs> the summer boy movement so
2: how does the summer boy movement feel about shorts with like little tiny whales on them, like the J Crew type shorts. You know that? You know oh, what I'm talking sure. About? Yeah. yeah, I. Uh, I mean,
1: I don't think it's something. A thumbs up. Just went I know. Outside. I'm tired. S- Christian <laughs> loves them. I don't think I personally would wear those. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe not quite my personal style, but I. But I like them. You support them. I like okay. a little. Yeah, I mean, I got my first uh, Aloha shirt of the season. Mm. Uh, and I've been wearing it and getting some nice compliments on is it. Is that a Hawaiian shirt? Uh, it is, a Hawaiian or a shirt, shirt that says Aloha. Uh, yeah, no, it's just a t-shirt that says Aloha. On <laughs> it's it.
3: bold. Uh, yeah, it's
1: got some little fish guys on it. Exactly. Okay, little fish guys are a lot of fun. Been wearing mm-hmm. them with those khaki shorts I mentioned.
3: I think I like the little will. I like. I, I like a like little too. print on shorts. Mm-hmm. Have fun with your summer shorts, summer yeah. boys. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Do you? Are you guys? No, neither of you are wearing shorts. Now. No. You're. Uh. You're each wearing gowns.
2: More winter, winter gals. Winter, formal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're very formal for this podcast.
3: I didn't realize this was not a dressy podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know most podcasts yeah, are... Yeah, I uh, just
3: wearing my typical podcast attire.
1: Sure. Uh, do you guys have a pair of shorts that you have busted out for the season? Um, I don't own shorts. Really?
3: Yeah, I haven't owned shorts since I was about 14. Okay. Uh, although it has been so hot lately that I've thought to myself... I see the thinking behind shorts. Mm -hmm. I get it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I just haven't allowed that to translate into me purchasing shorts.
3: Sure. Jenna? Uh,
2: The last pair of shorts that I owned I actually bought in the men's section. Mm. (laughs) I find that, you know, I don't like a short short. No. And that's all that's that's offered in the girls' section. Yeah, I mean, with a
1: lady short these days, you're seeing... 40 to 60% Beave
2: of the butt. and ass. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> beef and ass.
2: <laughs> and I can't, I can't handle that. I don't have time for sure. that. So no. I, the last pair I bought- wa- not enough hours in the day. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's too chilly. Once, you know, air conditioning, and it's just too sure. much. If your so. pockets are hanging below the bottom of your shorts, yeah. that is short. Sure. That is, yes. Uh, so the last pair I bought were from the men's section, and I thoroughly enjoyed them, mm-hmm. and I think I wore them so much- I actually ripped them, and now I don't own a pair of shorts. Are they just a skirt now? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which again, too breezy for me. Right. Um. So wait, what kind of boys' shorts are we talking about? Were they jams? Uh, Is that a brand?
3: That's like I don't know. It's just a reference to shorts from a long time ago. I think jams are kind of below the
2: knee. These were just above. Okay, just above the knee, and did they very comfortable? Like, did they look like girl shorts? Were they kind of, Or, or was know. it like, look at her wearing boy shorts? You know, if a real housewife saw me in them, <laughs> she'd probably be mm-hmm. like, those are boy shorts sure. on a girl. But I don't think most people cared. You know what I mean? You can't I'm live sure your
1: either. life based on what a real housewife might say.
2: Well, no. these days, I feel like it's really in, in my head. But uh, sure. they're getting in my head, in my dreams. Um, but no, and I... Th- into
1: your car, hopefully. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the great Billy Ocean.
2: So, uh... No, I I don't know if they were stylish, if I'm being honest, but I went through a phase where I was very, I dressed very much, uh, very casual. I went through a phase where it was like those kind of shorts, sneakers and a loose baggy Mm t-shirt probably for about, it was like my summer attire in college. That Mm -hmm. sounds like a real summer boy look. Yeah, I was, I was very much a summer boy with an Mm eye. Yeah. BOI. So it it sounds so cute. I did love Avril Lavigne for a short period of my (laughs) life. She would have worn boy, so it's possible I was channeling that. Do you keep up with Avril? You know, for a while I did, but now I have no clue what's going on her life. She's been married. Isn't she married to the Nickelback guy? I, or they're getting divorced?
1: She's, it's one of one of she, those. She was. I think she had married Canada's two most famous rock stars, the Nickelback guy and the some 41 guy. Right. Yeah. But I don't know in which order. I don't know which one she, she broke up with. She married
2: the 41 guy first. Okay. Right. And then yeah. his name's Chad Kroger, right? Mm, something like that. I think like that's that. the Nickelback
1: guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah. Then she married him. But I do right. think she's newly single. If I... And remembering Jordan. my S Weekly right.
1: Oh yeah, well, Avril, if you're out there, <laughs> <laughs> I, we both love to spell boy with an I. <laughs> she
2: write a song about you. Yeah,
1: it would be cool. You don't. You won't have to say "see you later, boy" to me because I'll <laughs> always be true. I don't know where this is going. I don't know any other Avril Lavigne lyrics. Do you have anything um, good?
2: Why you wanna be so complicated? There Remember you that go. song? Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the real summer jam of my like high school graduating experience.
1: It's a good jam. Mm-hmm.
2: What What were the other lyrics? Why you wanna go and make things so complicated? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 hey. Messing around, something something <laughs> hey, hey, something hey. constipated. I don't know. I don't know the word. Sure. I think it yeah. was constipated. I think you right. <laughs> right.
1: That was the weird out version. Yeah, it was, right?
2: <laughs> uh, well hey, uh, congratulations to
1: Dan. Uh hope you find those shorts. Uh, and and to all the summer boys out there, uh, keep chilling and grilling. We'll uh, we'll see you in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La,
0: la, 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 la,
1: la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris. Fuck shit. Get hit.
3: Alison Rosen, person with swollen fingers currently. Yeah, that was not good. That was not good. <laughs> I am so bad at these. You, okay, first of all, you, I don't, am have, terrible you don't have these. to change
1: them every time. You can have oh, the really? same nickname every time you're on the show. I am almost always Jordan Morse, boy detective. I, forget I changed what it I this was time because I'm into time. talk shit, get hit.
3: I think I might have been like sex pot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, get, go with it. I
3: don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Allison Rosen, sex pot.
2: There sex you go. go. There Hello. you go. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Kim Jones uh, currently thinking about becoming a summer boy. So
1: It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Join the club. Uh, producer Christian Duenas out there on the boards uh, informed us that Ride or Die Chick May have been popularized by Jay Z and Beyonce.
3: That feels right, to and me. I guess it's just
1: the the crass culture that we're in changed it to bitch at a certain right.
3: point. So then, should I not watch Fast Five?
1: <laughs> no, <don't, laughs> or I, no, or should I? No, I, no, no, I I, uh, I think you should watch it now.
3: Okay, I could go now it's more than ever on. <laughs> right, wait, this is what America needs. Yeah. It's probably on demand. Right, uh, do you
1: have HBO Go? Yes. They pr- they will pretty regularly have at least a few fast movies on there. Okay. So if you're looking for a high-octane <laughs> uh, uh, adventure ride. that may or may not include ludicrous. That's Uda.
3: exactly what I'm looking for. You can do a
1: lot worse. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys uh, for being here on this uh, Jesse List program. Uh, Allison Rosen, you are the uh, host of Alison Rosen is your new best friend. Yes, I am. A podcast that includes an interview Portion. On
3: Mondays, yes.
1: Uh, a chat segment. That's right. We chat about snacks. We
3: do just me or everyone on every show, which is where we talk about things we think or do that make us wonder, is it just me mm-hmm. or everyone? For example, one that for some reason I can't get out of my head. Is it okay to put eye drops in in public? Because someone uh. wrote in and uh, their wife does that and they don't think it's okay. Well, maybe we should. Like, maybe she we thinks should. it's okay, just her or everyone.
1: I, you know, I've never been an eye drop person. I mean, yeah, I mean, Yeah, so I've never had contacts or anything. So I cannot say. I think it's okay. I would not be grossed out right. by someone who was eyedropping in public. I
3: think the consensus at the table was maybe not like right in the middle of a gala. But then no, people, yeah. people wrote in and were like, look, I suffer dry eye. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. It, uh, uh, sometimes I need to put in eye drops right in the middle. I sure. need to drop everything and put in my eye drops. So we do stuff like that, fun stuff, not just about eye drops, also about the way people eat olives. I mean, all kinds of stuff yeah, that's important of to hard-hitting topics Yeah. So uh, interview on Monday with, uh, with a celebrity, mm-hmm. and then panel on Thursday, which Jenna is part of. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of fun. And uh, you can find it at iTunes.com slash Alison Rosen, or just go to AlisonRosen.com.
1: That was a plug. Was that it was OK? Was this the spot? spot? No, I, no that was the spot for it. OK, I was prompting the plug. I you thought. It. By, yeah. By that was a plug. I meant you did a great job. Thanks. Well, very professional. Thank you. I mean, I, you know, you, you come to this portion of the show and, and, and you know, hopefully if people didn't know you already. They got to know you.
3: I mean, hopefully uh, they're already following me on Twitter at Alison. Sure.
1: There you go. Whoa. Hopefully they've they've tipped Plugging over the into the beloved category. Oh, please. I hope. Uh, And they want to find out more. And you had a very uh, concise, interesting, informative plug ready. Oh, thanks. Personally, I don't like these. Po- I'm going to get up on a high horse. here. Please, get go off. Get, a here's
3: rant. a soapbox. Climb,
1: up, climb on top. I don't let like, you know, these podcast guests. When you get to the end of the show, you had a fun time. Oh, I know you, where you're going. You I know where you're know going. More about this guest.
3: Uh, don't and, worry about
1: uh, me. I don't know nothing. Uh, Twitter. I guess I'm on Twitter. No. Ugh. Yeah, do a concise, polite plug, (laughs) so I can find out more about you. So I don't have to go down some weird Wikipedia hole to find out the Netflix original show that you're on. Right, guest. Right. Be I agree. Yeah. Confident with your Mm -hmm. plug. Be unapologetic. That's here's the yes. This is the area of life that I think one should be unapologetic. Is the end of podcast. Yes. Tasteful plug. Right. Don't go on. Yeah,
3: and what on. is what is that? Oh don't worry about me. I mean I think it's just you know, So like if you're on
1: a podcast sure.
3: I am worrying about you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there's someone who used to be on my podcast who all the time would say, Don't worry about me and I feel like people I'm talking now to like thirty four people but these thirty four <laughs> people are going to think I 'm specifically talking about that person yeah. i'm not he was he was the sweetest, and I loved that. Uh, I loved his bashfulness and his lack of twitter presence mm-hmm. i'm just that's just my impression of someone who does the right. thing that you 're talking sure. about, and I totally feel you on that Jordan
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> jekim Jones in addition. <sighs> to being part of Allison Rosen's Roundtable. Yes. Do you have any other comedy projects or podcast projects people could check out?
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, I feel like the pressure's on because Allison's was so excellent. Was. But uh But you can listen to me all over the place. Uh, I have a comedy special, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, available on Amazon or my website, JennaKimJones.com. It's also playing on Sirius XM Radio. If you have that, you can tune in to my comedy on various comedy channels. Um, And also, I do have a podcast. It is called the same thing as my special. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. With Jenna Kim Jones. And uh, it features me and my husband. And we talk about life. We give a lot of advice. Uh, Most of it is unwanted, but we enjoy (laughs) giving it. Uh, We talk about food. We have uh, guests on the show, usually our listeners as guests, where we play games wow. and try to trick them and fool them, and it's a lot of fun. Okay. So you should check that out um, on iTunes and where other podcasts can be found, and also at jennakimjones.com. That was a plug. Mm. Two, and succinct.
1: Two informative, fun, polite, tasteful plugs <laughs> from two informative, polite, tasteful friends. We're
3: never going to be on a reality show.
2: I know. (laughs) I I already know that. My life is too boring. If you want to watch me watch Netflix, come on over. It'll be the most boring show you've ever seen. If you want to watch me shoot fat-free ready-whip straight into my mouth from
3: the can, tune in for like the next seven months. (laughs) Pregnancy sounds dope. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Pregnancy sounds super dope. Uh, I'm Jordan Morris, Uh, Christian Christian Duenas, butts on a butt, out there uh, running the boards Brian Fernandez producing and editing the show from England. Wow. Uh, For the absent Jesse Thorne, I'm George Morris. Bye.
2: MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist
3: owned.
2: Listener supported.